0: We are dancing in the cosmos with my guest today, who will absolutely raise your vibration and put a smile on your face as we talk about moving out of the head and into the heart. William Linville has an amazing story of being a walk-in and a clear, conscious channel, and he is here to assist us in dissolving from the B.S. The belief systems that truly hold us from allowing ourselves to embody our higher self. He is here with us today on this quantum conversation. William, welcome back to the show. Thank you for being here. Well,
1: thank you so much, sweetheart. It's such an honor and such a blast to get to rock and roll, play together, and get moving and jamming, sweetheart, as always. And thank you for the beautiful invite. It's so great to be able to assist your brothers, get things moving, running, opening, and going faster and faster and faster to continue to activate, to amplify, radiate, and opening and opening, transitioning all the, I guess you would call it um, all the little stuff, as we're moving and moving and opening so much more, so much lighter, and of course, so much more vibrant. And then, of course, you know, remember who we are stepping in, stepping up, and opening and activating and amplifying more and more, clearer and clearer, lighter and brighter as we're stepping into all these beautiful uh, portals and realms of consciousness that no longer have any, let's just say, any bearing, any densification, any weight. And now we're stepping through the fourth, going into the fifth, and some merging into the fourth dimensional plane to where, you know, it's so interesting because I would say it could all happen right the second, but unfortunately, everyone's physicality would explode. You know, it kind of mm-hmm. put a damper on a date night. <laughs> now, from here, from here, you know, it, it's where we're opening up, transitioning, but also working with your conscious life stream, incarnational life streams that are technically dimensional. So it's not like we're going back to, I don't know, the first invitation of Mr. Whipple and Sherman. Now, because we're not going there so much to relive the past, what we're doing is we're moving forward, we're opening up, we're activating and amplifying to go so much quicker, more fluid, but also very uniquely, Individually, to what's going to best serve you, what's going to best complement you, to get things moving, running, and flourishing in so many different ways, so many different shapes and forms that we're opening, we're emanating, and permeating with. To step into all these newer, you know, say they've been there, but you have not been here, as far as reaching such a beautiful state. And evolution of evolvement and, of course openness and, re- and receptiveness that we're moving in, we're running through, and we're amplifying and activating so many new portals within the pineal pituitary gland all the way through the midbrain, the frontal lobe, the midbrain, the back of the brain going all the way through your grid matrixes and the matrices of life, but also all your causal bodies, mental bodies, emotional bodies, and so forth and so forth. And then, of course, the male-female scenarios, and (laughs) superseding all of the above to where we no longer have any split. We no longer have... Any polarized realms of consciousness But we do have quite beautifully A constant radiance, unfoldment, benevolence But also, I guess I'd call it a directness That's opening and opening And permeating and opening Lighter, brighter, quicker And of course faster To compliment you But also the more we say Hey man, bring it on, let's go Out with the old and with the new Well, we start jamming and jamming until unfortunately the ones get, you know, sometimes preoccupied or worked up, of course, by, okay, I'm letting go of this, letting go of that, and I'm ready to run for it regardless of what it takes. I will, not my will to my big guns, except you can't touch my Volkswagen and, and being able to hold on to something. But yet, interesting and oddly enough, although some things are losing momentum, losing power, and also breaking down and breaking down because, well, you're being assisted to open up so much more. And I say that. It's like well, I've got to hold on to my job, got to hold on this, hold on that. Okay, and you could definitely do that. It would be very uncomfortable for you. But at the same time, if we look at it, okay, I'm going to let go of, you know, what I was doing and job and all of this, sometimes even relationships. And the list goes on and on, but it's so funny because not cliche, not floating in the cloud somewhere, well, but quite physically, we continue to move forward. And all right, well, you know, big guns, manifest levels, creator levels, the rest of myself in universe entirely, show me what's been awaiting me. Show me more, show me more, show me more. And it's so interesting, isn't it, how a job, let's say three levels above your current job, unfolds. Mm -hmm. Especially when we don't get preoccupied by, well, everyone else has a degree or everyone else is better prepped. And says who? I mean, degrees are wonderful and they make a lot of great memory practices. But at the same time, this is about you jumping in without any Let's just say reluctancy is being held back to where from here, you know, you actually find, and it even unfolds this way, that you become more clear, more radiant, more benevolent. But yet, yeah, the opportunities become so much more, I'll say higher end, if you will, so much more vibrant because we've taken all the containment cloaks off ourselves, and not having any reasons really to say, yeah, but, yeah, but positive, negative, or otherwise, just, you know, would I love that position or not? And letting all the other stuff take care of itself, sweetheart. Doesn't it make it so much more yes. fun that way?
0: It does, and you have really opened a portal in our brain right there with that. Okay, so to just recap that the it's really important for us right now to anchor in new, new Earth by really stepping up. We're all feeling, yes, this great change. And the energies are indeed supporting us. Can you share a little bit about your take on this? Because you were saying that there's no more wavering. It's pretty absolute. And we can activate, and amplify to what really serves us best.
1: Absolutely. And you see, the energies that are moving through, that's why I've shared on several occasions about the planetary grid systems activating and, of course, switching over, well, it's bringing in such a heightened frequency and we'll call it new energy, energy that has never, ever really Um, been in the manifestational realm, and I'll call it also, to a certain degree, your natural energy, fluidity, and fruition, that is flowing around you and through the planet all the way through your embodiment and all the way from the sun and then your central sun intelligence and so forth and so forth, streaming downwardly like an interesting boost and jolt kind of like um, when you use your jumper cables right the, the other car vehicle or whatever it may be is taking all this power from you well this is going on globally and especially universally as well and as it's moving in it's wavering and it's coming down into within and throughout the whole beautiful physical conduit and then of course as we just take a breath hey man more the merrier let's go and especially as we're not second-guessing and not being afraid of the energy moving in a movie theater Because, hands down, it's all occurring To give to you, to support you, and of course, to compliment you Which, in turn, obviously, compliments your live stream And also compliments everyone else in a body on a planet And, of course, all the kingdoms, the weather, and so forth and so forth But then... You're dancing with these beautiful particles of light, energy, and even merging into your light bodies more that are really, I'll say, unaffectable, untaintable, but continue to emanate internally, externally, just like a light bulb in the middle of the desert. At nighttime, it's like, wow, man, all right, more than more, you're bringing on. And it's interesting because... This is where, for a moment, it can seem like everything around us is pitch black, per se. Now, before we make any decisions and definitions about what blackness means, it's really just the mixture of all colors, okay? And then, it's like walking through space, if you will, and the cosmos, but yet still being in your body on this planet to where from here we're in a state of emanation and activations that in turn are letting our bodies without all this um, interesting individualized or um, body consciousness and over focal point to where it's using our body, even with the regeneration of the body for that matter, It's such a beautiful um, complementary dance and embrace and fruition that from here is getting rid of and breaking down the egoic states of consciousness and really giving them nowhere to hook in, nowhere to hold, nowhere to grasp onto or abide into. And it's interesting because even with this right now as we go here, can you start to feel more and more of your embodiment, your physical form, starting to kick up more and more, especially as we just put the mental, the emotional, the psyche, the sub-psyche, the subtle bodies, and so forth, as we put all of those to the side, and just letting the body take a breath of beautiful, these beautiful particles of light and also merging into your light bodies. And letting your light bodies, of course, start merging, starting to come forth, even through the very molecular structures, the human genome, as well as the atom, subatoms, molecules, and cells, to where It's interesting, isn't it? Because right here, right now, we have zero, zero interferences right here, right now. It really doesn't matter where we come from, what we've experienced, or where we've been, or where we live, and so forth and so forth. It isn't amazing how now we're wide open, and I, and I do want to add... Receptive, and this is where many, unfortunately, um, the minds and the egos at times get super duper involved. And well, then who's going to call the shots, so forth? So well, it's very simple. You're going to call the shots, but from all of you, the real you, beyond all the let's just say tampered, experienced. And everything, belief systems, and so forth—that's been that's been hooked into, and of course projected, and of course been taught and taught for some. Unfortunately, they've been beaten into submission. So, all these spaces and places where all this stuff has lingered and lingered—well, all of that's being uncovered even as we speak, and all the energy underneath is losing. All of its power, all of its grip, even from that whole, we'll call it repetitive pattern, some conscious, some not, but nevertheless, where it's still breaking down and breaking down all of these directions and all of these technically magnetics that are being put out there. To say, I do want this, I don't want that, but then we start, don't, we start not wanting it so much that it ends up coming into our live stream anyways. It's just another way to give power to things that get really colorful and out there and then with the rest of the energy and the consciousness that is coming in, we see it in the weather, We see it all around and even in, at times, our live stream. That I say out with the old and with the new, but to break that down a little bit, be gone with everything that has not worked. Goodbye to all of the scarcity, survival, instantaneous um, reactions. And then goodbye, goodbye, goodbye to my grandmother's, grandmother's, grandfather's beliefs that have, you know, uh, trickled through, trickled through, and trickled through all of our interesting life streams, even within the family monad now. And goodbye, goodbye, goodbye to even all of the, whether it's society, whether it's family monad, whether it's Catholicism, Amishism, and so forth, well... To where we're thoroughly, truly, completely healthy, whole and complete right now, not being tainted or affected by any of the above. And I love it because, you know, even in uh, the physical form that I have right now, okay, well, it used to be really, really, really called the purple and blue So one day, not to get over analytical with it, but they just didn't feel that have that same umph anymore. <sighs> the purple and the blue. So I yeah, started asking my body and my mind as well. Well, you know, hmm. why do you even enjoy those colors? I mean, is it really your decision, or was it? coming from all the dear ones that have been in our life, parents, uh siblings, even society. And it's kinda of interesting how it started losing all of its energy. All of its hold, because now it's interesting when you start unraveling this stuff all the way to um some of their brothers love chocolate, is it because you're supposed to or do you really enjoy it? Like an experience per se. And an expression. And it's interesting because we're not trying to fit into any of these taunt boxes. We're not trying to rebel from them either. But we're starting to open up more and more portals for yourself to move in, run through, and dance all over the map without being contained nor conditioned per se. You know, it's nice the conditioning that says, Okay, well we put on costumes before we go outside, especially in the winter. Now that's a conditioning that's more survival based, but it's how we function in our body on a planet, right? Unless you want to move out to a commune or something. <laughs> but but it's interesting, you know, when you take it all the way down to what you enjoy, yes, sustenance or what you enjoy for myself, artwork, okay? And not to get too caught in the head games, but do I really enjoy it? Because many are putting mm-hmm. it out there, give more than enough abundance and every brilliant opportunity and all the toys, blah, blah, heart and so forth. But, okay, that's great, because if you look at the metaphysical um, encyclopedia 101, you're going to see that you're supposed to want a beloved of the heart. You're supposed to want a car vehicle or a nice home. And, wow, now I'm unlimited, so I want more cash. Mm-hmm. But these are all you know, basically Emmanuel one uh, of the meta- metaphysicals. Okay, But it's interesting because then <sighs> I've worked with eons of dear ones that say the same thing. And, you know, hey, more power to you and so forth, except... When the truth comes forth, such as they really don't like um, their ones in the opposite gender, they really don't enjoy the ones in their same gender, and they're so terrified of being contained, and then so beyond terrified of not being able to live up to and give their beloved of the heart what they're wanting not being able to provide, care for, take care of, and not being enough. So they have to talk themselves into deserving it, which is kind of an impossible dance. Because how can you really deserve a beloved of the heart? I mean, we can mow the lawn as much as we want. But where's that breaking point to where we can say, huh, right now I deserve it? And what would you say, sweetheart?
0: Yes, okay, so really we do deserve all of this, and we really are removing this conditioning, what you called containment cloaks and the yeah uh-huh. buts, right? And exactly. so it's it's like, do we really enjoy it? That is the question in all uh-huh. of It's like magic keys. If we really enjoy uh-huh. it, that's what you're saying we're opening up to. We're running through it. it we're dancing uh-huh.
1: with. That goes well beyond just what it would perceivably look like on paper. Okay. Mm-hmm. To now we get to a point to where, huh, maybe I really don't want anything, maybe I just want to know what I want, if anything. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty priceless. Because we're defined And the ego's concern, which is very, the mind can be very practical, but it's been handed all this jargon from observations of what's going on, making decisions about itself technically, all the way through the womb. And then taking on all the stuff that your mom's feeling or your mom and dad are going through and making all these decisions. About being wanted, not wanted, lovable, not lovable, important, no, not important, and then responsible for their happiness. Yes. And it, it's not bad, good, or indifferent, so I want to totally honor that. I mean, what a beautiful heart to want to make things better for them. But then we get into how we can truly assist things to become more conducive, complementary. we can say even better which goes back full circle to yourself, uh walking your walk and showing rather than sharing what's available and how things can be, right?
0: Okay. Wow. You have totally unraveled us already, and <laughs> we're going to take some questions from our listeners, because I know there's some common ones that come up. And one of the things... That I'd like to ask you about is um, there's a let's talk about the belief system of money that is a huge one we have to put a roof over our head right so what do you find when we are embodying our higher faculties embodying our higher self living in the heart and what does that have to do with money Again, do we really need the money? Will we really be in joy with it? Talk a little bit about this.
1: Well, it's interesting because it comes back to the simplistic of terms that, okay, we have copper, silver, and paper, and ink. (laughs) And now little barcodes in them. Okay. (laughs) So, I don't see how those barcodes and ink and paper are going to make me happy. Mm-hmm. I can make a big bonfire, but, you know, roast <laughs> marshmallows or something. But, but it's interesting because, you know, if we go back to the simplest of terms, going back to the specific needs, right? Okay, we don't need. For walls and a roof, that's kind of um just a perk
2: <laughs> okay, okay.
1: Where think I'm not batty, right so we don't need a car vehicle I mean it's funny, there's rubber on tires, but there's also rubber on the bottom of your sandals and shoes. so it's interesting, you know those are wonderful perks and all that, but then, okay, we do require sustenance, for the most part, at least um, maybe a salad every few days. Okay. And with, without dressing, those are all just perks, right? Same with the croutons and all that fun stuff. And then, yes, we do need about, on the average, about five ounces of water a day. We can go a couple days and, you know, then we'll just down some water and It's basically the lifeblood of the planet anyways.
2: And it's interesting,
1: right? Because now we do that and we're so darn chipper, vibrant, but yet, you know, it's so interesting because we're so unloaded from all the nonsense, right? And all of the, um, I'll say chitter-chatter, chitter-chatter to fit in. Because there's underlying structures on the planet, okay. You're, and you learn it. I mean, basically from birth. Okay. Well, even in the schools, like you, you got to eat this way, that way, three healthy meals a day, and then others say, okay, smaller meals and eat eat eight times a day. And it's like, wow, you're gonna be living your life eating, okay. So from there, (laughs) you know, and then wow, okay, well, those that's kind of out there, but you know, it's interesting. When I when I say that, though, because a salad every other day or every few days, well, your body's going to maintain, just getting back to the simplest of terms. Okay? The body has never craved a coffee before it had it for the first time. Okay? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's never craved sweets because technically the body had no idea what it was until you had it for the first time. And it's not just having it for the first time. It's also the situations in which you're having it. So like chocolate, for example. You get a beautiful box of chocolate, and every time you look at it, you have these fun, I'll call them memories or feelings that arise. Great. This chocolate's no longer going to create a weight issue because you just basically repolarized it and
0: charged it up. So you can eat all that you want. Well,
1: yeah, to the most part. I mean, within reason. I mean, there was one dear brother that her body wanted bananas, and I shared that with her. So she went out and bought four uh, banana cream pies from Marie Callender's. Now, that (laughs) might be taking it a little bit over the top. Okay. Especially why her body was wanting to trash pounds, right? Okay. Well, so there's a point of wisdom, at least. Yeah. Okay. Now you can eat it raw, you can have banana chips, um, you switch it from bananas to red beets, and so forth and so forth. But it's interesting, just going back to the simplistic of terms, at one point you could just go take a banana off a tree. But, you know, now they have all those rules and regulations and all that. So, okay, I'll give my body a banana if it asks for it, or if it's really it's kind of dance between asking for it and cravings. And your body sometimes is going to crave chocolate, but because it has access to the pleasure center of the brain, and releases natural um, openings of neurotransmitters as well as um, endorphins, okay, and where it, it puts that feeling like an aphrodisiac throughout the system, which... It's an interesting word because it just means expression and expansion and creating space between the cells. I mean, so all of these are wonderful tools. It's just, I always look at, okay, where are we coming from when we're partaking? And not becoming like super anal about it, but really, okay, you know... (sighs) It doesn't mean I want the sweetness of life and you know, all the stuff and all the energy put into things. But really, if my body wants a piece of chocolate, which I don't believe it ever has, but at the same time, it would just be able to create a calm within the rest of the chemical structures in the brain. Isn't that fun?
0: Yes, yeah, so you don't think your body ever really needed or wanted the chocolate, even though it would calm the brain, you're really listening to the body.
1: Yeah, because from there, you know, of course, things are created that you start to crave or you make these associations with it. So when this happens, that happens, that happens. Mm
0: -hmm. I break out
1: the Godivas. Okay. Or for some, it's alcoholic beverages for some it's just sustenance as a whole it you know it's different for everyone but if you watch it for a minute I mean like really sincerely watch okay I wonder why I would be craving this or craving that or being drawn to this that or the other and the odd thing is that you check your system it's not even hungry so okay now I want to know what's really going on and then we go beyond the veils through the psyche, sub psyche, emotional uh, calibration lattice work. And it's interesting, without creating rocket science out of it, we're just asking did it show itself? And then at times it's when you're eating at the table with others and things are really stressful and you couldn't, couldn't put enough in your mouth to try to suppress. Uh-huh. Because if you said anything you knew, you're going to get whacked or ostracized. So of course it's when I mean seriously, unfortunately it's been made to be so easy um to buy that kind of stuff. Not that we it's pro or con, but really it's pretty much at every corner or every couple of corners. I mean, there's almost anywhere you could find a hostess ding dong. Now <laughs> isn't that mm-hmm. odd? And mm-hmm. it's But then, you know, I want an apple. And then we have to drive all all the way across town to Whole Foods or uh, Trader Joe's, the in-between spot. And it's like, wow, you know. Or that's if we go organic or, you know, it's so much more inconvenient. Now, I was playing with this big time over the last year, which is you go into the store, right, just consciously, if you will. And what's the first thing you see? But here at the store we have, you go in the left door, and hallelujah, there's a Starbucks. But then right beyond the Starbucks, it's the booze department, right? Now, it's not like I'm pro or con, any of it, but it's interesting just how the mind works. Mm. And, And that's right by all the pastries. You go in the other door, and you go through all the other sort of, you know, like, frozen chicken or chicken legs right off the barbie kind of thing, the rotisserie job, and those are buried way behind the flowers and the candy and the baked goods. So it, It's something that we really want to wake up to, per se, because right when you go in the store without even looking at it or thinking about it, you just started taking on that energy and the thought uh-huh. forms that came from that.
0: Wow okay that's very interesting and so it's an awareness an awareness an awareness yeah you know looking back it's like when we think of emotional eating i know i'm not alone when something goes on um something happens we get frustrated you get up uh-huh. and we go in front of the fridge
1: and then you contract that to where you made that decision That, I mean, unfortunately, parents do it with kids quite frequently. Well, let's Mm -hmm. go to McDonald's. Okay, well, let's go get a cheeseburger. Okay, let's go get an ice cream scoop. When the little one's having a tough time. Yes. And then they start making the association that, okay, when I feel like this, I consume.
0: Yes, we even have the word comfort food.
1: Yeah, and that's, unfortunately... But interesting, how uh, the majority of the planets ran off comfort food, mm-hmm. you know, except you're living out in the fields and all that, you know that's a little bit different because you don't have an a m p m right there <laughs> but but before long, I mean all right, well, rice patties and sugar this, this that, and the other, and it's not like uh, a dig on any of that, except it's really looking at it right in the eyes to see, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: also come to terms, what has control over you?
0: Yes. Okay, coming to terms with what has control over you.
1: Yeah, and then we come back to the heart and become more and more, because we're technically regathering more of ourselves when we go there. And it's interesting, right, because... We're welcoming more and more and more of ourself in, ourself back. and becoming more and more clear, more radiant, benevolent, and so forth. But yet, (sighs) recollecting all these, for some, soul fragments. For others, places that you're still um, hooked in with, and you're still really technically still connected with it. But does that make sense, we are?
0: I was going to ask you to explain... More of what it means to be hooked in with something—is that a belief system? Is it uh, maybe someone treats you poorly? What does that mean to be hooked in?
1: Well, it's like <clears throat> here I am, and uh, my angel really enjoys Thai food, so sometimes I'll go along with her. Okay, and when she does does the chai, I'll just you know, I'll get I don't know crab, whatever things or something. But the point is, is that. One day we were in there, and in the kitchen, they started having a yelling contest. Now, I was right down at the Lumpia at that point, on the menu okay and whenever I look at that place, what's the first thing that flashes in my mind?
0: The yelling contest
1: actually the Lumpia
0: oh okay <laughs> so
1: so these are like um uh, messages that <clears throat> become automatic and then we go through our day we do this we do that and so forth and so forth and some start with coffee tea but what's it like if we do none of the above just for a couple days to see how our day really unfolds after that with any without any um, let's just say repetitive cycles or if you're always doing yoga in the morning great let's skip yoga and go for a walk just really opening up more. Then we can do yoga for the rest of the day if you want but it's breaking up that structure to where you get to see it clearer and clearer but more from an overview rather than um, like a lot of to-do's.
0: That's a huge shift. That's a huge shift for so many who wake up with a big agenda on the day. All right, so um, take us through what we can do then. So what do you do when you get up? When we get up, not to have that coffee or the tea or to be in that repetitive cycle that we did yesterday, but to do something totally new and different.
1: Well, I've been having a lot of fun at times of mixing it up. So at first, for some time, I would get up and come downstairs. And my beautiful angel either has a cup of coffee made or or I'll make it. If she's not awake, then we'll enjoy our coffee together and go on with the day. So I have been, okay, getting up. First thing I do is I go get my schedule for the day, see what's on my schedule. I'll look at the individualized energy work that dear ones are asking for. And then I'll get around to having coffee. But you, you see how that works, though, because now yes. by the time you have it, you're you're not doing it by default or automatic pilot. Yes. Getting and didn't you ask? Automatic okay, pilot. Yeah. Didn't you ask? Okay. Well, do I even want coffee? And it's fu- it's so funny because sometimes you really don't. Yes. And okay. I say all this because not to once again not to make it too much of an analytical game, but. If you notice, within and throughout the rest of your day, different unfoldments start peeking up, different situations start arising, different opportunities start um, coming in. And it's interesting because we're off this wheel of repetition to where you're technically, I mean going into energy and otherwise you're totally wide open you know what would it be like or just if we left the home every morning if we decide to go to work because that's still a decision you don't have to go to work you don't even have to breathe if you don't want but it's interesting isn't it and having them or myself or whatever I don't have far to drive because it's just upstairs to downstairs. Okay, so from there, I'm um, to go sit in the car for a little bit. Okay, now from there, it's interesting because, you know, I've encouraged everyone to just drive a different way to work each day. Yeah. Okay? And it's interesting what starts happening at their workplace. And their family dynamics and relationships, just from something that simple that – Kind of like taking a CD that's been so ingrained and breaking it, but now not creating any sort of constant repeat or rhythm to motion. I mean, not getting extreme, like you work in Northern California, so you can drive south all the way through Nevada, back up. You know, That's kind of going a little bit overkill. Uh, but it's interesting, isn't it?
0: Okay, all right, so we are inspired to do none of the above of our repetitive day, and to really open up and and be creative, and um, it's all centered in the heart then, when we can be back in the heart. Okay.
1: And watch how everything flows from there. And I really mean yourself, the way you feel. Mm -hmm even to what comes forth in the manifest world to add to and, of course, to complement you, and even how our clarity continues to change, it continues to grow, it continues to expand to where, you know, it's interesting, we don't really get worked up or overtaken by any and all labels, boxes, and so forth. You know, because from there... You know, let's say we drive a different way to work for a week, and then, all right, now aren't we more apt just to flow into the office without our system, our body, um, starting to lock up and almost as if it's prepping for battle. Yeah. Okay. And that's the other part that we're collapsing right there. And then, you know, from sustenance all the way to energy energy. It's not destroyable, but it can become very dense, and that's from the repetitions—at least locked-in repetitions.
0: Yes. Okay. We have you ever heard of that. anyone
1: getting? Yeah. Have you ever heard of anyone getting carpal tunnel when they're not doing the same thing the same way every day?
0: Yeah, that's true. What do you do with time? We really have to step out of time. What you're saying here is going with the flow, doing something different, not worrying uh-huh. about time, actually changes the energy and puts us in the flow. That's where magic happens.
1: Absolutely. And it's really simple because, like right now, let's just bring our consciousness right through our heart. Let's not give it any definitions. Let's really just feel right there. And if you want, just put your hand there. To where we can close our eyes, focus them towards the pineal pituitary gland. To where right now we're breaking energy even with thought forms. And for a moment letting everything around us really start to phase out of our consciousness as we're still tuned into the heart, watching it, following it, or Welcoming the rest of ourselves down into and through it. And while we're here, let's even welcome forth our entourages, guides, and so forth. Because right here, right now, we're in a point, in a place, where we can actually feel them, connect with them, and also, of course, letting it become a two-way relationship. to where we're totally out we're kind of in a space in between realms but totally out of the whole idea of time where we can just automatically, quite literally feel beyond our body where we can even feel our consciousness, our energy, our presence, if you will, expanding throughout the whole building. And then just taking a breath, letting the heart continue to open and grow and let's even welcome welcome in more and more of yourself and the creator incarnate that you are for some All right i'm ready to download bring it on let's go and for others you know i'm willing able and ready to start receiving more clarity we don't have to be super specific on the clarity just the clarity about whatever and however is going to add to my life stream. And even adding to oneself. Now, let's just take a breath and letting our consciousness go a little bit south into the solar plexus. In the diaphragm, you know, just doing a beautiful systems check. ensuring that, okay, well, everything's dropped in place, or, oh, okay, I'll take my right hand underneath the right side of the ribs, left hand underneath the left side, and uh, take a breath. Let everything start chiming up and moving down into place to our upper and lower bodies are in a total complete state of clarity and connectedness where we can even feel more and more of the energy, our consciousness, and the fluidity, even through our nervous systems, <clears throat> going up and down. Which, in turn, is addressing our everyday carnal levels, taking them off and alert, and just letting it open and open more and more and more, And where we may still be aware of some thoughts, but let's just not hook into them and let's just not re-empower them. And just letting the body take another deep breath in through the nose, holding for a moment, then slowly exhaling through the mouth, like having your mouth in a puckered up position and exhaling. And right now, you can even feel the pressure in the pineal and pituitary gland that is opening, but yet recalibrating. And still, no time, no space even exists right now. And we're we're opening and opening and, of course, merging and radiating so powerfully, so benevolently, so exquisitely. And so, let's say, magically, as we're opening and opening, and gathering more and more, for one, momentum, for two, optimum health and well-being and homeostasis. And now, perfect, perfect, because now we even have the door wide open about letting the body connect or communicate with us or send us words or thoughts or messages. All right, buddy, how you doing, buddy? What you up to? Are you regenerating, recalibrating? Are you also still doing your part? Is there anything you would like or anything you would not like in our life? And how clear is it for you, sweetheart?
0: Well, I am in a perfect place and you have taken all of us into a perfect place.
1: And it's fun, sweetheart, so because then, okay, mm-hmm. say our, our say we're struggling financially, whatever it may be, in that space. All right, family, all right, manifest levels. Bring in more opportunities for abundance or, you know, open up more doors for it to flow through with ease and grace.
0: Yes. Yes, okay, well, this. Is a beautiful tool, a beautiful practice to really bring the consciousness into our heart and to breathe it out and to breathe through those thoughts. A question that comes in, a common one from so many is, and I think you've just explained it, how we manifest, we're, we hear that we create with our thoughts, that thoughts are very powerful but the heart is more powerful being in the heart being asked to be shown the clarity that is and, way more powerful than the thoughts
1: oh absolutely because with the heart it's interesting because with the heart we're right through all the dimensional doors we're right really in yeah. the center of all of our chakra-level vortexes, but we're also way through that beautiful portal of our creatorness incarnate to where from the heart. You know, just like when it was once said, let there be light, and so forth and so forth. Well, okay. And so it was, right? Well, it goes all the way to... Um, There's many ways to go here. The core is always the heart, because the heart is the part that um, it's really the power source of manifesting. Many do manifest, or at least attempt, with their mental level, and refocusing, 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 but when we go there, you know, and all is well, there's not bad, good, or indifferent about it, but can you feel the containment, confinement. Can you feel the... It's almost like your body starts squeezing. Okay. And trying to... Well, we're using all this energy to attempt to make it happen rather than really letting it happen. So we come back to the heart and we take a picture or the thought. Because the thoughts are interesting because it's also asking you, okay, would you like this, would you like that? And yeah, man, bring it on, more the merrier. So it's where we just take a breath and we give it a thumbs up. Now the challenging part is that now, okay, we bring it on, let it unfold as quickly as I can handle for my highest best good, thank you. And then when we that's where we don't go and relive back and recontemplate it again. We don't get um, overly fixated on that in which we're moving forth and projecting exponentially in a level of creating. Because you know, creator never—let's just say the creator, creator conscious—never really looks over his shoulder. It's done, you know. And
2: it's here it done. is. There it is.
1: There it is. And it's interesting because. From the heart, we go directly through the mass collective consciousness. we go directly through the astral planes of consciousness and we go directly into the cosmic lattice work, which technically you're tugging on and allowing for all of these beautiful situations scenarios, events, and so forth to align within your live stream that we're moving with that we're growing with and that are coming in to compliment you as a beautiful gift of love and supportiveness and, of course, abundance that we're not um, bound up by.
0: Yes, beautiful. Beautiful words right there, and we can feel into that. And again, this is the way of New Earth and the uh-huh. way... Of moving forward and creating, um being in joy and and manifesting through the heart—that's very powerful. Okay, well, William, I want to get to some questions. Okay, I, do, I know. I I want to just say to our listeners that on this web page there is our very first conversation with you that was a healing conversation oh my goodness we did that years ago i think that was season 4 of healing conversations uh-huh and that shares i'm i'm pointing our listeners to take a listen to that episode because you shared your walk in experience and how you walked into a body over 400 pounds and actually didn't have any hooks. Exactly what we're talking about in this show is what you used in this walk-in experience and how you, you, you surrendered to higher consciousness and you didn't have any belief systems and it really did change the physical body and it manifested your beloved in your life and a beautiful expanding life that you have, so I point our listeners to that show, and um, now we'll just go to a couple of callers, let's go to Randy, hi Randy,
3: oh my goodness, so world class, I'll keep it brief, out of respect for other people's opportunity, I love you, the first one to introduce us was April, like eight years ago, April in New York, she said, Mm. come on, we'll go to see William together. Oh, boy, that was my first assimilation.
2: <laughs> Amazing, <laughs> yes.
3: I'm healing. I'm healing this body. I believe that connecting to my intelligence and upgrading my DNA, activating it more will be one of the productive, most productive ventures on that journey. Where can you go from there? Thank you. I love you.
1: Okay, now what was the last part? Where can we go from where?
3: Where can we go from there? Where can you go from there? I'm healing this body, my journey inward. Um, I believe that I'm down to a cellular level of understanding, the innate intelligence, my soul integration I do every day, how to overcome some physical adversity and and,
1: the sensations. yeah, and one thing first is that we get in, we get hopping, and then we, number one, number one, number one, even through what we'll call ascension status, which is basically wake-up status, well, we go through that and we start speeding up, speeding up in calibrations of vibratory frequencies of light and megahertz, and then from there, we start claiming, I'll just say claiming or reclaiming, ourself, our live stream, even, once again, the facet the unblemished facet of creator incarnate that you are And then looking at your whole world And then it's so odd Because even when we go into the body principle And looking at, you know, what's right here This live stream, what's incarnational and dimensional That we're taking in and all the way through the genetic pool The soul level of consciousness The crystalline uh, matrix levels of consciousness And so forth That we start looking at all these interesting uh, rabbit holes that we're diving into, diving through, and it's, it's much like cleaning out the cell. <laughs> and then we go from there all the way back up through the heart level as we're becoming, let's just say, in our optimal health and well being and homeostasis on every level and in every direction. And then we look at, at times, not always, it's it's very dependent uh, individually, but our incarnational states that are still affecting our life stream now. And then, it's so fun because that's where we go into what I call new beginnings because we're picking up the body, not dropping it and picking up another one per se. We're radiating, we're divinitizing it, as well as reclaim it as her own, and then now we're at a point of the merging and the marriage of the higher and the lower levels that we're opening and amplifying and activating so passionately, universally and physically, that's also assisting the new energies coming in and creating, let's just say, webs and matrices upon and within and below matrices that now we're stepping into a whole new world that Uh, will start unfolding and growing and, of course, opening and um, permeating through each and every cell, every molecule, every atom sub atom all the way through the psyche sub psyche and all the way through the soul level of consciousness, clearing the decks to where now we're going and dissolving the akashic record realms as we're becoming such a beautiful light beingness that is also a constant attractors of the ones that are seeking and searching which which basically is everyone and and then from there. Starting to open more to where we can go, how we can go, and really, when our heart is so intertwined and passionate about assistance, well, it's interesting how portals, doorways, very physically, I want to add, starts opening and opening for you, and from there, where like a little bit ago when you were. showing shackles around your neck, your waist, and your legs, and somewhat around the um, wrist, but not a whole lot, where it's kind of like trying to um, pull in a little bit to become more solidified and then trying to figure out the solidification versus fluidity. And those are the states where we're saying, "Eh, you know what, been there, done that, thank you, but no, thank you. And just waving goodbye to those interesting holds to where we're not... (laughs) in shackled but we are freer lighter and more and more benevolent my good friend so I find up health a away all entities energy thoughts forms vows contracts agreements including these shackles and these crosses within and upon Randy's physicality but also his mind body and aura now and from all four levels, all he mentions, every cell of his body, all memory of it now. I bind it to the sun to be repolarized for the good of all humanity never to return. And I command it be fully, completely, thoroughly replaced with him, his higher levels, his greater levels, and his minimum levels that are so beautifully, passionately, benevolently connecting, amplifying, and welcoming with so much more ease and grace. For his highest of us good and for the highest of us good of all concerned. And so it is. But that was fun. <laughs> in how
0: so mm. about others thank you thank randy you. thank you
3: sensational
0: sensational i we are higher than a kite right now in this vibrational upliftment that you've offered us william and nope. i just am curious you you know as a walk-in and pure clear creator consciousness do you see the matrix of people, uh, thought forms, and what do you see?
1: Yeah, I see that. It's kind of interesting because sometimes it's like when we're doing massage or things like that, we start taking a walk through the organs or at times um, you show up in a little village in France with the dear one that you're assisting right beside you, and You have an overview, so you're overseeing what's going on, but then you're taking them by the hand out of it, and at other times, you're watching all the, let's just say, conflicts and turmoils that they're moving through and running through, and then you assist them out of that, and it's interesting because you assist them out and you break energy from it to where... They're able to bring back, if you will, the wisdom and the clarity, but no longer all of the um, uncomplimentary parts. And then at times, I play with thoughts, but it's like I'll be sitting somewhere, or it could be the movies, restaurant, whatever it may be, and you start being presented with um, the dear one right next to you and everything going on in their live stream. And then from there, sometimes with a word, sometimes without a word, they're presenting it because they're asking for assistance. So I want to be clear with that. So you're not invading and all that. You're not even looking. It's finding you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then so much more that um, – It's like I'll be sitting there and I'm presented with every journey they've ever had in a body on a planet from as a soul level and then as a trinity level. And then there's this huge gaping opportunity right there to start connecting with them on the physical realm as well. And other times we'll be doing something around the house or maybe running errands whatever and you know, we'll be presented with um, the whole planet at times and what's going on, and sometimes, uh, well, actually always why it's going on, but then from there, all of these denser levels of consciousness that are now wanting to be shifted out, and at times, entities-wise, and then you get into mm-hmm. all the influence, of the reptilians, all the and so forth, and so forth. You know, That's something I don't usually talk about because many feel fear more than anything. But -hmm. it's really nothing to be afraid of because they cannot harm you. None of it can. That's why everyone's at a different space of what's presenting um, for clarity purposes within them or around them. And then, you know, it's always different for everyone.
0: Okay. All right. Does that, better,
1: does that better clarify that, Lauren?
0: Yes, it's very interesting. So thank you for sharing on that. It's, um, you know, we're already in this. It's like so, you know, if we look at it and try to identify entities or reptilians, we're already in it. So the best choice is to to do this inner work and to come back to the heart consciousness and to do this tool that you gave us today, this centering. And it really does help. Okay and when we look out at the world then i know this is a common question as well and uh-huh. you and i were chatting about this a little bit before we started our show we are really uh hoping to bring forth new earth solutions new earth creations and what's going on even with politics and the old paradigm structure these um these these shackles that are being taken off our hands and dissolving the akashic records These are all allowing us to bring forth new solutions. And you're optimistic about these times.
1: Oh, totally. Totally. Because if you watch everything going on, okay, you can go in, have the inside on it, the outside on it, and so forth. But, you know, the part I find interesting is it's nothing new, it's been there. Just very well sealed underneath the metaphoric rugs. And a lot of that has to do with, you know, where humanity was at and where, at one point, so many attempted to be ostriches and put their head in the sand because they wanted to see, believe, and all this other stuff. Things for ways, shapes, and forms that would fit into their comfort zone. So they would ignore, let's say, the metaphoric Big Bad Wolf. Okay, but now there's no really no getting away from it and seeing it for what it is. Especially when we look at it globally, planetarily, rather than just um, one dear brother or another. Because that just creates more polarity. But we look at the whole system and as all of this is coming up for exposure, and then, of course, as broader humanity as a whole, as a group, collective consciousness, well, it's so interesting to watch new decisions start to be made that are creating a whole new journey and unfoldments for, let's just say, the themselves, but most importantly, the whole planet and all of the odd behaviors like killing off animals or people for that matter, it's becoming more and more in the forefront that is collapsing and imploding upon themselves, especially when they know it's not um, complimentary nor conducive. And so it really, like you're looking at the fishing industries and um, all the ones that do poaching and all of that, and where now it's that whole ego sport and ego games are collapsing as well as politically where all of the dishonesty and egos and um, agendas are also not just exposing, but they're totally collapsing and breaking down. And now at times it's more like um, just a chuckle because It's all occurring, and the energy is so high on this planet, that this is all occurring to show yourself and to also see it all, and basically why, just throughout your life, why you've done what you've done, and why you've gone this way, that way, and all the influences that have been coming in, some, like usual, you know, some more conscious than others, but... Some just doing things for the sake of doing things without contemplating and then dear ones with all these anger issues and how you know it's coming up to a head and of course they act out but the acting out's getting smaller and smaller a bit but it's a great opportunity to see it all for what it is. And see through it for what it is, but no longer, let's just say, uh, being angst or living in angst because of the action words and deeds of others. And it was interesting because when all this stuff unveiled itself, well, so many run around in fear, so many check in the skies for nuclear weapons, okay, and... All this interesting stuff, but once again, the most important part is we don't get preoccupied by all of that because it's also on the backside just another way to attempt to escape your own life stream and escape your own journey to get, it's kind of like all the highs and lows that go with it and the back and the forths and where it puts a damper on your own life stream and yourself and the best gift we can give the whole planet and everyone on it and beyond is to walk our walk fully and completely with all of our heart, not necessarily the over-analyzation and being taken for a ride with the mind. We would definitely want to see it through the heart because that's where you start seeing and seeing through things, but also starting to see things through your eyes as creator incarnate and where you start seeing things and even through your light realms, from the heart, that we get to see the true picture, not the fight-and-flight picture.
0: hmm Okay, beautiful. We will have the courage to walk our walk fully and completely, authentic, uh, authentically and with no fear of... uh having rocks thrown at us or eyes rolled, right? Exactly, exactly.
1: Because when they try that, okay, or burning crosses in front of your house and all that, well, it's interesting, isn't it? Because we can let it um, seemingly become intimidating.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And And we're taught, just, you know, as a fact, to... Pull back, withdrawal to protect ourselves but it's interesting because when we do all of the above now we're playing with survival versus survival <clears throat> because our egos are acting out because they're so afraid of for one how they feel but they're also so afraid of stepping out of their roles and molds and that's where you know we're right there and saying you know it's you may believe this or believe that and all is well but you know this over here still you know it just is what it is and not getting wrapped up in philosophies as much of, as letting the heart overflow and express through you.
0: Yes okay let the heart overflow and express through us really wise words and wonderful wisdom from William Linville William you are an amazing teacher you are multidimensional you are totally cosmic you are i don't know what dimension we can say that you live in let's talk a little bit about that where do you think that you reside most of um the heart is multidimensional it is a portal um uh-huh. so where do you it, it seems like you're really in a very high vibration and so this is a two part question. Where do you really hang out dimensionally? Um I would say it's it's 5 and above. And do you remember incarnations of past lives and on other planets?
1: Absolutely. And where I hang out the most is the spaces in between dimensions where it's complete gold. It's complete light in every direction from the skies to the ground and <clears throat> hanging out a lot with the ascended host realms and then of course um, playing in the celestial realms and then from there um, being way across the whole universe and and I'll call it dancing but walking in between realms of dimensions so or even between universes, for that matter. And it's interesting because you know you look at Pleiades, then you look at uh, Assyria, Sirius, and even the Orion, and so forth. And it's interesting, Because you're here. You are, and I'll just say you're in a state of isness. You just are, where there's not a personality level, there's not really even contemplations. And you're in a state of all-knowingness, but also from there, where you're in a state of constant openness, divinity, expressiveness, and then listening to all the frequencies and the tones that, I just say, are happening all around you, because at that point you have a body, but you're beyond the body. Not like you're out of it, but it's it's kind of like you know you have dishes in the cupboard, but it doesn't mean you have to use them per se. So you're bringing the body with you and listening to all these frequencies, these tones, and then other dear ones at the same time, and then overseeing and looking at you know Pleiades and how they communicate, even how they continue to progress and how they communicate basically it's beyond telepathy but just a thought but the thought is more of a knowingness and there's not any sort of self-doubt, no um, basically no emotional um, dances per se and where it's not coming from a level of basically been there, done that, wore the T-shirt and all of that, it's always new and reinvigorating and vibrant. And then from there, where we flow with it, and we watch even from the other levels of their civilizations, where the new ones are going about, and to me, it looks like the sky is more orangish with a little bit of fuchsia in it. Thin, but it's not necessarily like an atmosphere here on this planet and where it's more almost like levitating rather than putting on Nikes and walking around. And where even the, I'll call it graphic designs as far as the blueprints of crafts and so forth, well, you know how they go dimensionally, but it's like crossing one one solar system into the other in less than Uh, 1.2 seconds, so you can see where it travels dimensionally, but not linearly.
0: Well, that is refreshing and vibrant. Thank you.
1: (laughs) Oh, thank you, Peter. Well, this has been so awesome.
0: Yes, okay. Well, you have a special offer that goes more into these teachings and all of the ways that you help us dissolve these old programs and truly be in the body in a very authentic way and that's part of your special offer you can talk a little bit about that and then we have time for one more question
1: okay sounds perfect so with the offer it's normally well the original price is 495. right now for this event it's $97 for all of this so um, number one is um integration and expression of the universe through you and it's uh, 13 hours of HD video and also MP3s uh recordings and then the second one is that includes like time wise for all of it inner journeys with william assisting children and we have to do a whole event about even the new kids and also how to connect with them to have a beautiful harmonious connectedness and relationship that continues to bond and expand. And then the inner journeys with William Linville called Angels and where we go through a lot of single mindedness rather than having any sort of split or dualized levels or principles going on. And the amplifying and learning and connecting with the angelic presences personally for yourselves and a lot of the how-tos. And then number four is the inner journeys, once again, with William Linville. And this one's about the planet and how to accelerate and the arisement of consciousness and also as creator incarnate, what a huge impact you have upon it. And then also how to take it further. And then number five is how to let you and the universe express and how it you and the universe express through you as well as receiving in all areas of your life? And then the number six is expressing your individualized uniqueness. And that goes more uniqueness, not so much um, letting it have like a whole other identification of any sort of ego level. It's more from the rest of you, the... Gold-like beingness and benevolence that you specifically are with all your rungs of honor and so forth that you're emanating and amplifying and affecting and rising above fears and watching all the gifts in your physical manifestational world come into form. And then number seven, expressing and receiving love in all ways, and this one goes from family, friends, children. And really how we act, interact, and engage with all of brother humanity and really all of creation and beyond. And how to play with more and more savoring the abundance of love in every way to add to you rather than any highs and lows. And then number eight, becoming the vortex and universal portal of light which is opening, amplifying, and becoming more of a vortex that's affecting more exponentially, going well beyond the psyche, sub-psyche emotions into the total, complete embodiment of you, but yet how we start running through and affecting everything around us more directly rather than by default. And number nine, the transcendence of fears into fruition and lightness that we're moving with, that we're running with, and then, you know, being able to walk through the core of all of it without, I'll just say, somewhat unblemished, then having a lot of fun with it.
0: Yes, that's the key. Have a lot of fun with it. And any time we listen to you or take your teachings, you really have a lot of fun I mean, just the humor that comes forth is so high vibrational. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for that. We are definitely in a higher and a lighter place today, and we are unraveling from those old patterns. Okay, thank you, thank you, thank you. Let's go to Phoenix, Arizona. The last numbers of the phone number are 9878. Hi, you're unmuted. What's your name, please? Hi, my name is Vivian. Hi, Vivian.
4: Hi, Vivian. Hi. Hi, William. How are you? I am great. How are you, gorgeous? I'm okay. You are fun. I love listening to you.
1: (laughs) Well, thank you, beautiful.
4: Um, Okay. I'm not sure how to word this question, so I'm going to just do my best. Um, You know, as human beings, we go through, you know, rough times, and we call on the universe for help. And my question is, is there something we need to do to actually receive the help? Or how do we know if we're resisting it? I hear people say things like, you know, you have to raise your vibration. I don't even know what that means. Um, Uh Are we being impatient? Uh, Does it happen at the right time and you just got to wait? How do we actually receive and allow Answers to prayers are miracles in our lives.
1: Okay. It could be healing,
4: it could be financial, it could be whatever.
1: Yeah, exactly. So right now, let's bring our consciousness through our heart. Okay. Okay. And like we were doing earlier, letting it be what it is, but also giving it a total thumbs up to continue to open and open. Okay. Lighting up. And then let's even welcome in the rest of you. Okay. Part, the part that goes well beyond the psyche, sub-psyche, and emotional, calibrational work, and so forth. Okay. Part, the part of you that, without a shadow of a doubt, regardless of what's going on, knows that all is well. And now, let's come up with something that you would love to ask the universe for or assistance with.
4: Okay, um, all right, healing for depression. Okay, so right now,
1: let's just take a breath, and let's just put that forward. Okay, and how's that feeling in your solar plexus, sweetheart?
4: Um, It's not really knotted, but it's not relaxed. It's sort of there, you know what I mean?
1: Uh, And so it's a little bit on the anxious side.
4: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Good word for it. (laughs) Exactly. So let's just take a
1: breath. And, you know, sometimes we can take a deep breath, get on our tiptoes, and then on the exhale, fall back onto our heels. Or we can take the right hand on the right side, left hand left side, take a deep breath, and let the, don't push, but let
4: the flat parts of the
1: fingers start sinking in
4: sinking into the uh, solitrex? Diaphragm, uh-huh. Oh, yeah. okay.
1: Until we can, you know, start to feel it lightening up. Okay. And opening up. Okay. To where there's no longer any ifanthropods in the area, to where there's no back and forth or wavering in the area to where, in this specific circumstance, to where we're not asking and pulling it back. <laughs> Almost like you expect <laughs> it's not going to happen. Uh, <laughs> yes. Happen. <laughs> okay. So, you know, let's just let that area open and open and even from the heart, letting the heart merge down into the solar plexus area and picking it up, embracing it and feeling more and more and more connected with our lower levels. Letting all the sadness leave. Letting all the betrayal, the abandonment, to pretty much being left out on our own. Taking, letting the body take another breath and just whew, dissolve. <sighs> to where we start feeling more and more of a harmonence, not like the little brick walls. And how's it beginning to feel?
4: Um, I don't know. I just feel a lot of sadness coming up. Exactly. So let's just take another breath.
1: Let's not try to, not try to take the sadness by the horns. Okay? Okay. Let's not fight it one iota. Okay. Doesn't
4: do any good anyway. <laughs> but it just makes it stronger, actually, and it makes you
1: makes you more depressed. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So let's just take a breath and letting it come up and come up and come up. But we have to honor that we're saying goodbye to it. We're not keeping in reserves as our good little friend when no one's looking. Okay. Well, I
4: never thought of that before saying goodbye to it.
1: <laughs> yeah, because this is this is. You'll start to go there, manifesting, bring it on, and then you'll end up in a place of desperation. But then oh, yeah. <laughs> this this interesting a polarized state starts taking place to where it now, it's kind of like the more we ask, the further it goes away. The less we ask, the more it comes in. And, you know, playing this interesting um, dual dynamic with it. Right. <laughs> so right now, let's take all that sadness and let's say, you know, namaste, have a blast to moms and everyone else around us.
4: Namaste and have a blast? Uh-huh. Is that and like a way ab- of saying goodbye? Or Yeah. Okay.
1: Goodbye. And goodbye, goodbye, <laughs> goodbye. And let's just hand them over to the whole universe and also to their big guns as well.
4: Oh, wow, I like that. Because...
1: You know, we're we're not going to carry this stuff for them either. And we're not going to let them continue to have their own say-sos about you, your life, and all these interesting judgments. Uh, just even say goodbye, goodbye, goodbye to all of the perceivable judgments that have kept you pulled in and have kept you Locked in to that matrix with them. Okay. Kind of like being in a boxing ring, okay? Yes. Now, right now, let's welcome in the rest of you and this new paradigm, this new energy, this higher states of consciousness. Let's just take a breath and welcoming it in more than ever and quite literally (sighs) loosening our grip on everything. That um, considers to be polarizing and heavy and dense. Okay. Let's throw away or hand over our whole ideals of God, the man made God, and religion. Okay. Just taking a breath till we're no longer carrying that guilt kind of guilt and frustration. And let's bring up that little one, that six-year-old little female girl. Okay. And, and very sincerely, let's let her know, you know, my little friend, there is nothing, I repeat, nothing wrong with you. And none of those None of this is your doing, nor is any of this your fault. Let her take all those wet blankets off her. Let's just take another breath. Let's just send her out to play. (laughs) She can bring the ascended host. Angelic, archangelic realms, it doesn't really, you know, either one, any of them, to escort her and to literally connect with her. where she's not pulled back, withdrawn in constant defense, and waiting to be punished or harmed or rejected, and so forth and so forth.
4: That's a biggie.
1: Uh Uh-huh, exactly. And let's just let her see. Let's even let you see. All of her purity and innocence. Because she just flat flat out is pure and innocent. We're kind of walking through no man's land, but constantly um, putting her arm up as if someone's going to hit her or harm her.
4: Yeah.
1: Now let's just let her be fully embraced and let's let you be fully embraced and let's give each other an embrace and then sending her off to the playground.
4: Okay. Because
1: now we're bringing her to current age. Rather than having the little one still affecting your live stream, that yeah, she already decided, I mean, wow, you know she's no good, she's unworthy, she's unlovable, and that's makes it really challenging to receive gifts of love.
4: yeah, I could see that,
1: and now let's welcome in more of you, more of your light beingness, your light realms of consciousness right through the solar plexus. <sighs> Filling it up and opening it up.
4: I see. I feel a little resistance there. I don't understand that.
1: Well, it has to do with trust, betrayal, and being ostracized. Like still being on the outside. Even if if we're there physically, you know, we're still kind of not there.
4: How do I stop the resistance?
1: Well, we ask ourselves a simple question. Let's even physically look around the room.
4: Okay. Does everything look safe? Yeah.
1: Does everything feel safe? Yeah. We can look under the bed, closets, kitchen, garage, (laughs) whatever.
4: I mean, seriously.
1: (laughs) To let her know that she's safe here. And then... You know, why would an unconditional, all-embracing consciousness and universe, why would it single you out to be the only one on the planet that doesn't deserve to be loved?
4: I can say I feel that sometimes, but I don't know Uh why. Well, it goes
1: incarnationally, especially trying to save the kids from the... I guess you would say uh, it looks like a convent and a mission sort of home to save the children from harm's way, but still having the place burned down, and it was totally out of your control to where you started cursing into the heavens. Okay. Do you remember that, sweetheart?
4: Not in this lifetime.
1: Oh, no, it's incarnational biome.
4: What does that mean, incarnational? I'm sorry. Past lives. Oh, okay, okay.
1: And dimensional that you brought in this time around, still with the symptomologies of depression, because you took it in and took it on as your fault when really there was only one of you and everyone else was pretty much running for the hills and no one was tending to the little ones. Wow. Now, it's kind of a loaded one.
4: Okay. So it's,
1: which goes also with the sadness, but the part I look at most is the self-inflicted punishment. Okay. It, it, does that make sense? We Yeah, it
4: does. Um, I'm just not sure how to stop it.
1: Well, right now.
4: I, I see it. Ahead. I just don't know how to stop it. Sorry. Nope.
1: So let's let it know. It's just no longer welcome here. But let's totally mean it. Because okay. for the majority of majority of your current life, you've pulled back so that you wouldn't be seen, wouldn't be heard, and you could be safe. Okay? Right. So now... Let's. I don't know, this is my body and my life now, and you're no longer welcome here, and all vows, contracts, agreements are null and void. Okay. Now, on the opposite side, how do you feel about being here? Oh. Because you, cause you do a lot of tug-of-wars. One part says, yeah, where's my ticket? I'm
4: checking it. You oh, know, you have like, no idea. No, absolutely. Uh-huh. Um, there have been times where I've... It's kind of like if this is how life is going to continue, I don't want to be here. Of course. Um, it's If it doesn't get better, you know? Of course.
1: And just for clarity, how does that feel in your body? Horrible. So there goes the health and well-being out the window. Okay. 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 Until we truly together make the decision that you're here to stay, because even how things are now, let's even give yourself permission to walk away from it all.
4: So come up like, come to terms with what is, and say even if it doesn't change, I want to be here. Well,
0: more of I
4: can do we that. Can,
1: if... We can walk away from it at any moment.
4: What do you mean by walk away from it? I don't. Well, that.
1: I play with this sometimes about just grabbing a little knapsack, putting a few waters in it, and just walking into Red Rock and not turning back.
4: Okay. No. So
1: I have the freedom, no matter what, to I can go to Utah and do what they once have done for Eons and live in the wilderness or the mountains, and so if no one's making me. Be in a certain situation or another. Okay. So, as we give ourselves that freedom, now it's just starting to feel.
4: All I can think of is to do anything like that costs money, and I don't have the money.
1: Well, it actually, it doesn't take cost any money. Right. Okay essentially in that state money doesn't even exist.
4: Right? Okay.
1: There's definitely no bills to pay. Right? Now it sounds a little bit to the opposite extreme. And I yeah. don't encourage you physically do <laughs> that. Okay. Yeah, but, but it yes. is. It is some of our freedom that we're reclaiming, right? Right. Because if we go there, you know, no one's making us do what we do and be where we're at. Okay. Okay. And then, you know, reconciling. I mean, every breath you take, it could be also the sunrise, sunset, everything in between, nighttime, and the stars. But, yeah, just really taking a breath into it and taking our consciousness out of let's just say, uh, the everyday cyclical cycles.
4: Because mm. the other
1: part is saying, okay, there's not enough, not enough, and not enough. Right. But not enough what? Okay? Because we're doing pretty well where we're at. Okay? Okay. And didn't someone reconciling that and coming to terms with it so that we can start reclaiming the rest of our body and optimum health well-being, but yet, you know, constant streams of clarity, including downloading, that will start to occur, especially when we're saying, you know what, okay, I'm out of the old, I'm going into the new, and, you know, I'm not carrying any of those loads with myself anymore. So, okay. I, bind, I bind all of this, including these vacillations of emotional age and capacity from these children and all of the betrayal abandonment and perceivable betrayal and abandonment from the universe, from God and all concerned. I bind all of it up, out, and away from this uh, dear one's mind, body, and aura now from all four levels. I already mentioned every cell of her body. i memory remembering of it now. And I also bind up, out, and away all the crosses and the daggers sticking into her front side and her backside. I bind all of this up, out, and away from all four levels. already every cell of body, all memory of it now, and I bind it to the sun to be polarized for the good of all humanity never to return, now by it bind up out and away, all polarities and all fear and to cause core the record and effect of it, up out and away from her mind, body, and aura now, from all her levels, all dimensions of her her body, all memory of it now, and I bind it to the sun to be repolarized for the good of all humanity never to return. And so it is.
4: And so it is. Yeah, how you feel <sighs> now? I feel grateful. Thank you so, so much. And thank you for letting me to take the time to talk to you. Oh, like 80 And her. to your host there. Team.
1: And oh, it's you. affecting everyone at the same time. So it's always a win-win.
0: <laughs> That's <Yeah>. good.
4: <laughs> thank you so much.
0: Oh, thank you for sharing. We feel you. And we were right there with you. Thanks so much. Thank you. Blessings. Well, William, this is very liberating, very liberating, and a beautiful tutorial on how we truly be in the heart and work through these issues and give ourselves permission to be fully open in the heart. As we say goodbye, do you like to share any last comments?
1: Absolutely. You're healthy, whole, and complete on every right. The whole perception—perception perception of lack. In conflict is all driven by an egoic structure that wants to have you perceive itself to be you. It is a structure in which it is a win for one, but a loss for many. It is a structure that you feel the emptiness within and through. It's a structure that no longer is being your master, but yet you as the master of love, the master of light, and also the master of divinitization is arising and to trust what you're getting, for as you're trusting what you're getting, we can lay more in front of you to complement you, your life, and also the physical vibratory levels and frequencies of light, including the openness and rewriting of the mind molecular structure all the way into the atoms and namaste.
0: (laughs) And with that, we are liberated and we are feeling the mastery of love and the mastery of divinitization.
1: (laughs) And that was Sananda and Michael, so just... When you connect with them, you can hear the frequency feel the tones as well.
0: Ah, oh, so much wisdom, William Linville, that you share with the world. We are so grateful to you and so grateful for our time together in this quantum conversation. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here
1: oh, always always, and thank you for this beautiful opportunity.
0: Oh, thank you so much for being here and for lifting our spirits and for showing us an incredible tool to truly live through the heart and bring in new earth. William Linville, it's been my pleasure. Thank you so much.
1: And thank you. And we sure love you, everybody. And we'll talk to you soon.
0: (laughs) We'll talk to you soon. Have a beautiful evening. Thanks so much. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you okay we are floating in the cosmos on that one dancing in the cosmos with william and so now let's just enjoy an integration of what we learned as we listen to stevie ann
5: fly out in the sun. You know what I mean, don't you know? Butterflies are having fun. You know what I mean? Sleep in peace when the day is done. And this old world, the new world, and I'm Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear a word they're saying. Only the echoes of my mind. People stop and staring. I can't see their faces. Only the shadows of their eyes. i going where the sun keeps shining Through the pouring rain I'm going where the weather suits my clothes again Banking off of the north seas Sailing on a summer breeze Skipping over the ocean Oh
0: my wonderful team at AcousticHealth.com, Heidi, Tony, Tom, Pam, Suzanne, and Garner, who assist with the production of Quantum Conversations, online healing retreats, and more. And thank you, too, for listening. If you've enjoyed this program, please share it with your friends and loved ones. And we thank you for shining your magnificent light and adding it to the world. This is when we love ourselves like no one else can. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music Available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste.
2: The conference is now completed. Goodbye.